Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. Before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision and her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Pushkin. Just a quick note here. You can listen to all of the music mentioned in this episode on our playlist, which you can find a link to in the show notes. For licensing reasons, each time a song is referenced in this episode, you'll hear this sound effect. All right, enjoy the episode. The following episode of Broken Record contains language that is extremely grim, infernal, cult, brutal, and just sort of negative in general. My name is Malcolm Gladwell. Welcome to Broken Record, where today we explore the dark world of black metal with Dave Hill, guitar hero, metal enthusiast, spawn of the suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio, creative force behind the seven-inch Witch Taint Anthology, the first 13 infernal years, and the forthcoming Sons of Midwestern Darkness. If you've never seen Dave's epic version of Stairway to Heaven with his 83-year-old dad on keyboards, by the way, you should probably drop everything and watch it now. Today, in a departure from my usual practice at Broken Record of doing thoughtful and sophisticated interviews, we're going to go deep and tell the Witch Taint origin story, which involves an extended encounter between Dave Hill's alter ego, a.k.a. the king of black metal, Lance, from Gary, Indiana, and a Norwegian black metal empresario named Satan, spelled S-A-I-I-T-A-M, also known as Matthias. Why Norwegian? Because Norway is to black metal like Belgium is to chocolate. What's the difference in the way one would play a guitar in a metal band and in a 
progressive rock band or an uh, alternative, can you just sort of give me a little t- tutorial on what it means musically? You know, with rock, you you can rock can be kind of whatever you you know, or you can be like, you know, sort of REMy jangly Athens yeah. whatever. I mean, well, metal, all metal, if they're doing it right, starts with Black Sabbath, of course, and that would be. Describe to me what you're doing exactly in that. I'm I'm butchering the riff to uh, Black Sabbath from the album Black Sabbath by the band Black Sabbath. <laughs> That's called the devil. The flatted fifth is the devil's interval, and in some cultures, you can't even play it because it conjures the devil. Like in the suburbs of Cleveland, you can't play that. <laughs> be, be, no, but it, no, it was truly like considered. I think it's always been fine to play in Cleveland, but uh, in some cultures, I think, yeah, it was considered like you just wouldn't. So um, that would—that's basically heavy metal right there. Talk a little bit. You said there there are distinctions in lyrics and sound between black and death metal. Can you talk a little bit about, from your perspective, what those distinctions are? Death metal is more. And by the way, there's going. You know, if I may. It's a quick disclaimer. There's gonna. I would call myself a metal enthusiast. Not. I'm knowledge. I'm extremely knowledgeable. I would say, but I wouldn't say I'm an expert. And I say I mentioned this only because there's bound to be someone who's going to be like, he didn't get that quite right. And so I'm just saying that, admitting to whoever's yeah. listening, yes, you do know more than I do. So death metal would be more about like gore and you know just look at cannibal corpses album covers and they're all very graphic and violent and so the lyrics are about that like i think cannibal corpses i guess their stairway to heaven would, would be hammer smash face so that's death black black so death is more gore and and all that and and black metal is more just dark and grim and satanic and depressing and very negative <laughs> and and about you know it's about also more about can be about nature and about, about isolation uh, mm. it's not a party whereas i would argue that death metal is maybe more of uh communal music do you think that uh black metal bands take themselves more seriously than death metal bands death is oh, death metal yeah. more much more tongue-in-cheek yeah yeah i think it's just more about fun and fantasy i don't think any I've yet to meet a death metal musician who wasn't uh, a bright and sunny person. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A, a, any that I've ever known have been. In sharp contrast to black metal. Yeah. Though there, I, I have met some uh, very lighthearted black metal musicians also. Yeah. Um, but the the stereotype or the general rule would be they're humorless. Is there a particular black metal uh, song or riff you could you could do right now to sort of show us what, we're t- what you're talking about? Well, I would say the the stair in my opinion, the stairway to heaven of uh, of black metal would be Freezing Moon by Mayhem, which I think goes on. If you want to sound metal or sound black metal, how do you sing? It's more like with death metal and a lot of metal you're singing, you know, death metal is more like cookie monster, like where it's like, you know, a lot of that. 
and with black metal, it's more a lot. A lot of it is more like <laughs> like more just a uh, higher and uh, yeah, and just sounds much crazier in my opinion. Can you can you sing and play something death metally in that? I want to hear that that voice. Those two those two voices, the death versus the. I'm trying to think of like, you know, there'd be a, a lower like that. Yeah, and black metal would be more like. But um, is that really hard to do? No, especially as sloppy as I'm doing it, it's yeah. not. But but more of that where it's open and you're, because usually in metal and any sort of power, like in rock, you wouldn't use the the third of the chord, the the minor third. But but you you do you. There's a lot more of that in in black metal. We'll be back with more broken record after this. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer helped shape the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed The Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, would spur each other on to tap into something bigger, realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Bacharach as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position: warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer, yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com where America goes to hire. We're back. 
with Broken Record. The key figures in Norwegian black metal are Euronymous, who was in mayhem, and Varg Vignerus, who actually murdered Euronymous, and who now lives in France and occasionally posts nasty videos on YouTube. These are not pleasant people. All of this is detailed in a book called Lords of Chaos, The Bloody Rise of the Satanic Metal Underground, which I have to say is the most unintentionally bananas rock and roll book I've ever read, and which I was required to read as a condition of Dave granting me this interview. Is Now, is Mayhem, their first sort of signature anti-social move is the church burnings. They're, they're burning down these, Norway, I guess, is rife with 2,000-year-old wooden yeah. churches. And this is one of the things that's so unintentionally hilarious about them. They've decided that the great foe of civilized world, the civilized world, is Christianity, even though, of course, no one goes to church in Norway. Right. It's yes. like the least Christian country in Western Europe. Mm. So this subculture has grown up in defiance of something that basically doesn't exist. Yeah. 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 The, like they're, they're burning churches that no one attends. So Varg, Varg Vickneris is the kind of... What is is there is there an analogy to Varg Vickneris in American society? I th- he would be like the Charles Manson. He's of a Norway, Charlie Manson, basically. Yeah, yeah. Did I think have people know who he is? Yeah, responsible <laughs> for several murders. Well, again, it think? depends who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Did, he didn't. Um, he, no, I think he's really only. Res- uh, no, just one murder. Just he, he murdered Euronymous for the guitar player from Mayhem. Oh, that's right. And Dead took his own life. Dead, to, yeah. But prior, yeah, Dead, who was the singer, a Swedish singer from a band called Morbid, he was a singer in Mayhem, and he, uh, yeah, took his own, own life. And when he, 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 this is very, very graphic and gross, but he put a gun to his head, and didn't Euronymous come across the body and then take two pieces of his skull and make necklaces out of them? Yeah, supposedly. Is that apocryphal? Is that true? I think the necklace thing is true. But then, you know, there was rumors that he took pieces of the brain. Because, you know, he's dead, shot himself with a shotgun, and there's brain splattered all over. And, you know, so there were rumors that he cooked and ate some of the brain. Uh, but I, I don't think that's true. I mean, I, that's supposedly just uh, lore. But... uh but the necklace thing I, is supposedly true. And they, Mayhem in a famous concert, had pig's heads on stakes. Yeah, yeah. There's pig's I mean, sometimes. But Gorg, Gorgoroth did that, too. Oh, it's like a thing. It's a thing, yeah. You know, if you can't get pig's heads, use sheep heads. And there was some band. I don't know if it was Watain from Sweden. I don't... Maybe it wasn't them. There was some black metal band, not from Norway, who got so much animal blood all over a club that the club had to go out of business. And I would say that's taking it too far. (laughs) (laughs) That's very black. Yeah, and and unsanitary, I would say. The, uh, oh yes, here's the reference in To the Pig's Heads, and this is from an interview with Bard Eichen? Bard was the drummer from, he was also known as Faust, he was a drummer from from Emperor, and this I'm quoting. So I'm quoting from Bard. Um, I remember at the gig, one person ate some piece of the pig head. 
which was very old, so he got very sick. Yeah, and that that what you just read, I mean, that I cannot. The first two hundred pages of Lords of Chaos are full of gems like that. I mean, it's <laughs> it is one of the most extraordinary reads. So this is a history of. Essentially, it's really a history of Norwegian black metal, although it, it, it has pretensions otherwise. But at its core, and it sort of traces the lives of all of these, through interviews of all of these key figures in the mm-hmm. in a scene, and especially Varg, the Charles Manson. Yeah, he's in there quite a bit. Have, First, you, have you met Varg? No, I don't want to meet him. I, that wouldn't, I would not want that. Why, because he's too evil? Yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't. As much as I enjoy all this, you know, I'm kind of a, a softy, and I uh, and I really don't want to be around a guy like that. Here is Varg. This is my favorite Varg quote, and there's a lot. I mean, there's a long list of potential candidates, but he gets put in prison, and the first thing he does is he gets really angry, and he lashes out, and he says, it's much too nice here. It's not hell at all. <laughs> In this country, prisoners get a bed, toilet, and shower. It's completely ridiculous. I asked the police to throw me in a real dungeon and also encourage them to use violence. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean... T- it's very typical of Arg. Yeah, yeah. Th- that, I mean, that's gold right there. So so you read this Lords of Chaos, in, yeah. in, and do you decide that you would like to get in contact yeah, with I, someone from that scene? Well, yeah, I was reading this book, and uh, I found it fascinating uh, on tons of levels, you know, for, uh, being a fan of metal, but then also loving the absurdity of some of the things you just said. Like, what you know, there's Helvete. Uh, uh, I'm not pronouncing oh, the it right. Club the, 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 the record, record store, store in Oslo where they all hang out. So it's still, but anyways, so this store that Euronymous opened, at one point he said, like, yeah, we wanted to give all the customers torches to walk around to see. But then we realized that was impractical because it would melt the vinyl if they got it. And for someone to say something like that with with just <laughs> like dead serious, just no irony whatsoever. It was just, to Fantastic. me, this not, does not get funnier. Yeah, yeah. I found the book just completely entertaining in that way with tons of stuff. And yeah, so I became fascinated. And so somewhere around the early 2000s just to entertain myself i started going down there was a website called fmp666 i think full moon productions and i think this site is still up but it's they're not out of business but there was like a mail order for black metal stuff and so i just started emailing bands and labels and stuff just for my own fun like making crank calls only you know at this point i'm a grown man and I'm questioning how black these guys are and saying, you know, I, actually my band, Witch Taint, I called myself Lance, a teenager from Gary, Indiana, who lives with his mother and has the most extreme black metal band of all time called Witch Taint, which in America, I think, you know, people know Taint is slang for the perennium, uh-huh. which is interesting as, as now we do this Witch Taint live show and we've taken it. You know, we've done it in London, Oslo, and Germany, and they don't have the same 
they don't have that word. They uh, they don't have. They, they miss don't. The nuance. They miss the nuance. So I have to explain it. So then they're like, "Oh, that's a great band name." Once I explain it. Um, but anyway, so Wait, was that on the origins of the name? When you you're obviously the competition. When you're in the world of black metal, the name of your band is obviously of enormous importance. Sure. It just. I mean, it doesn't really matter what your band name is if you're doing. You know, alt rock. It can be anything obscure. Yeah, I mean, but, you. There. I mean, Spoon. Come on. Yeah. Great band, but come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> but the stakes are really super high when it comes to band naming, and I'm just curious about. So your feeling was that Witch Taint was was as was the kind of apotheosis of black metal band names. In terms of what this character in my mind, yeah. Lance, <laughs> Lance, you know, and I, I'm not, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, uh, but I will say that all of this came to me and so clearly when I was started doing it that I did not think for a second about what the band name should be. Literally, as I was, I was typing and making it up, I named the band Witch Taint as if it had been in me forever and i'm in it i believe it to be the greatest band name of all time to this day why it's 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 very good why <laughs> why was lance from gary indiana i didn't really know anything about gary indiana other than that's where michael jackson and his family were from and so to my mind i thought it was just like this white bread American town, which I don't think is the, quite the reality at all. No, it's like a post-industrial wasteland, right? And I, which I didn't, I didn't know that, <laughs> but it was too but late. I love the fact mm. that you're from Cleveland, yeah, and you feel the need to go somewhere else to get a post-industrial wasteland. Yeah, well, because I thought, like, you know, and the the perception on the mean streets of Cleveland. And northeastern Ohio in general is that Indiana is much softer. Oh, so okay. I think yeah. my that's where my mind went. And Lance, you're emailing around, and someone takes the bait. Yeah, this label called Planet Satan Revolution. I I thought that I was emailing. They 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 were putting out records by this band from Oslo called Mysticum, which is an yeah. industrial black metal band whose music I've still never heard. I should stress <laughs> to you. 15 years later. But they only put out one album in 12 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's a big thing with black metal. And I think it has worked for Witch Taint as well. The less music you actually produce and the less you perform, ideally you should never perform live. But the less you do is almost the more you do, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back with more Broken Record after this. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer helped shape the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground, 
where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, would spur each other on to tap into something bigger, realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Bacharach as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part time, or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com where America goes to hire. We're back with Broken Record and the ever-darkening encounter between Lance from Gary, Indiana, a.k.a. the King of Black Metal, and Matthias, a.k.a. Satan, Norwegian Black Metal Empresario. So the first email, and anyone can read all these emails at theblackmetaldialogues.com. The first email was I thought I was emailing the band, so I'm insulting the band. And then the guy writes back saying, this is, you know, the label. And that's when I decide, well, I'm going to try to get signed to the label with this band that doesn't exist, Witch Taint. And by the time I'm emailing this guy, it's it's been going on for a couple years that I've been emailing, but just very casually. It'd be like late at night, I'd be getting ready for bed, and I'd be like, let's email a black metal band and insult them. Just for no reason, you know, like like you would make a crank call. Um, I'm pathetic, I admit it. So I started emailing this guy at Planet Satan Revolution, just kind of telling him about how extreme my band was. You say that you had heard about this band Mysticum, and you had heard they were very black, and then you listened to them. <laughs> and, wait, I think we have to. You have to read 
do you have them? Can you read yeah, that? Yeah, I can just, pull it up. Put, just pull it up and read the, the crucial section of that first email. So the first email, so I send this email from my email address at the time, Mr. Lou Rawls at AOL.com. By the way, how is that not a dead giveaway? Does he I, not does he not Google uh, Lou Rawls and understand that you can't be the blackest? I would yeah, you would think. Okay, start with the first. Okay, so here's the email. Subject Mysticum question mark. Hey Mysticum guys, I got your email off the internet. I was surprised someone in a black metal band would use email, but whatever. I guess we can't expect you guys to live in caves all the time. If you were serious about black metal, you would, though. Anyway, the reason I am writing is because I was wondering if there were two bands called Mysticum or something. The reason I ask is because my friend Todd told me about a band called Mysticum that were really heavy and extreme and that I should totally check them out. So I went out and bought your record, and all I got was this total pussy metal instead. Is there another band called Mysticum that I should know about? I'm really into super heavy and extreme black metal, so if there is another Mysticum that plays this this kind of music, I would really like to know. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure tons of chicks dig what you guys are doing, but I'm into some serious shit, not this strummy bullshit you guys seem to be into. Anyway, let me know if you have heard of these guys. Are you guys on MTV? Dark regards, Lance, a.k.a. the king of black metal. Mm-hmm. Right. What is the time that elapses between when you send that email and when Satan responds? So I write on November 19th, 2004, 5.43 p.m. On November 20th, 2004, 8.48 a.m. Oh, he's right on it. And he's in Oslo, remember? Yeah. So if so, we do the time change. He's yeah, he's on it fast. And he, do you want me to read what he wrote? This, yeah, read the read the Matthias's response. Just to be clear, these emails there are thousands and thousands of words of these emails. They go on. It went it's on, an epic. It went on for six months. Yeah, and I, I think you can read all of it in about half an hour, maybe. But yeah, no, it's thousands of words. So he writes back, "Hi." exclamation point so right away not very black metal first of all i find your email a bit barefaced and strange but i have decided to answer you anyway you have now come to the label address of the extreme mysticum band we have never heard about the pussy ones you mention about label name is planet satan revolution all caps check out www.mysticum.com Under releases link you can download the debut album from 1996 for free. If you are interested in ordering this masterpiece of black grimness, let me know. I am soon sold out, so be quick. I like that, so he's kind of hit, you know, he's staying on message. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's selling. (laughs) selling. This band is a cult act, originally signed to Euronymous, Euronymous, R.I.P., of Mayhem's own label, Death Like Silence Productions, parentheses, DSP. And since you are claiming to be a quote-unquote real black meddler, you should know that famous history of what happened with him. If you're into real black metal, you should also know that email addresses has nothing to do... I'm reading, uh, there's a bit of English as a second language in here, as you can here to do with being quote-unquote true or not you have won yourself 
Mysticum has been in the underground for 12 years, so we know what we're talking about here. There is nothing wrong in using emails to spread the disease. Living in a cave has nothing to do with black metal at all. As long as you are dealing with satanic and occult things, believe in what you are doing, you can do whatever you want. Of course Mysticum has never been on MTV and never will be. Such music are not loved by the MTV crew and too extreme to be on a channel that only sends crappy, happy, sellout shit. Dark regards. He steals my salutation right out of the gate. For Planet Satan Revolution, Satom, managing director. Again, back, he's a businessman. He's the MD. He's the MD. Yeah. He writes back defending his business model for putting out Miscom Records, basically. So I write back... Dear Satom, I see your point. If you're going to put something into something, in this case a record by a bunch of pussies called Mysticum, then you should get something out of it too. Some money and also a reputation for working with pussies like the guys in Mysticum. I don't like the idea of everyone, or anyone for that matter, being happy as you mentioned though. That is exactly what I am saying. Black metal has nothing to do with being happy. It should make you want to live in darkness, perhaps with a babbling brook nearby that would mock you in the night. But I fear I am being too harsh. I realize you may not think that Mysticum are a bunch of pussies, but that is probably because you have yet, you have yet to hear my band, Witch Taint. In a perfect world, black metal would exist totally in the mind, as it does with me much of the time. We would hear the black sounds pouring through our brain as we sit in darkness, or maybe there could be a torch nearby. This is true black metal. A compromise might be just having bands play in the woods, and there could be a bonfire, and a select few would be permitted to hide behind trees and listen to the bands perform. I realize, however, that this is impractical, and it would be awkward if everybody ran into each other later at the grocery store or something. It is hard to be truly black when shopping for groceries, which is why I rarely eat unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> and it, it goes on from there. And then the, the, the wonderful turn is when Satan reveals that he has short hair, a wife. Does he have kids? Yeah, he has a wife and two kids. He's two kids. And so the plot, so it gets more, it ramps up way more from what I just read and, you know, talks about all this stuff and, Eventually, my friend John Kimbrough and I sat down and recorded a, the first ever Witch Taint song, which I can play for you. Which now, in, before you play it, I would point out that you do some absolutely heroic build-up, in which you 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 like to be signed by his label, and you claim that the music you're doing is so black that he should remove all sharp objects. <laughs> yeah, like make listens. sure his family's not around. Not around. And that you have to, even yourself, sometimes when you're playing your own music, have to turn it off to kind of keep yourself safe. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have to go take breaks from it. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, so this was not under promise and over deliver when you were dealing with with Satan. You really, ra- this is why, I mean, the, there's a moment when you're reading the emails when you're like, oh, shit, like, what if Lance, Lance is building this up as the greatest, darkest, blackest song of all time. And like, and he now he has to deliver because 
Matthias keeps asking, send me something. Where's yeah. the MP3? Yeah, because I, I keep talking about um, the music, but it doesn't exist because it's, it's, again, just a grown man emailing this guy every night. So I finally decide, my, my friend John Kimbrough, I go over to his house and we record a song to send to send him. What's it called? It's called Necro Dream Raper. My character, we're not talking about sexual assault. We're talking more of a psychological, uh, I, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea about the yeah. song title. But again, it's from the perspective of this character that I was just trying to think of the most disturbing title that I could put on this song. Can, you, I, play, can you play it? So this is the song I sent. Three minutes and 33 seconds. So you send this to Matthias and he's not impressed. No, he's not at, at all. But at the same time, he does accepts it as a as my he analyzes it, and gives his criticism, yeah. and his criticism is super spot on. <laughs> like he nails what's wrong with it, but then he doesn't dismiss it at all. He's he's he goes this whole thing like how it's not. He says it is not depressive enough. I did not think to cut myself. And and so, but at the end of it, he says, "Send me some more tracks so I yeah. can decide." Um, but the problem is, then I didn't have any more. That was the only one. That was the challenge for Witch Taint. It took thirteen years. Finally, we have it—a record. Witch Taint, Sons of Midwestern Darkness. Satan's long wait is over. Here's their song. Are you ready to black metal? Broken Record is produced by Justin Richmond and Jason Gambrell with help from Bruce Hedlum, Mia Lobel, Chiquita Baskill, Jacob Smith, Julia Barton, Jacob Weisberg, and of course, Rick Rubin. Special thanks this week to AC Valdez. To hear the songs featured in today's episode, check out brokenrecordpodcast.com. This show is brought to you by Pushkin Industries. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. Thanks for having me. Uh, if you get any, you know, there's probably gonna people people call me, you know, say I'm a pussy or yeah. a poser, or, you know, false metal guy or something, and uh, just for, forward those to my AOL address. We will defend you against them. <laughs> Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do Broken Record? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to Musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. 
This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored among some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.